0: Welcome to the coming apocalypse. Evangelist and pastor Paul Bagley will take you on a journey into the end times prophecy. He'll examine current world events and explain how they relate to the end times. For decades, Pastor Bagley has provided people all over the world with an understanding of today's world events from a biblical perspective. Now, here's your host, Pastor Paul Bagley
1: welcome to the coming apocalypse i'm pastor paul begley this is going to be an amazing program because so many times people ask the question what if i get left behind then what well my first reaction is don't be left behind all right so let's take a look at this Uh, certainly when you think about the scriptures jesus explains to us very plainly in matthew 24 that it's very important that we don't know the day nor the hour that the Son of Man comes. Matter of fact, he even makes reference to this again in Matthew 25 when he starts talking about those ten virgins. Five are wise, five are foolish. We don't know the day nor the hour that the Lord is coming. Be ye ready for an hour you think not the Son of Man cometh. I mean, this is very important. He reiterates this time and time and time again. Yes, he shows us the signs of his coming, which I've been working on with you but what if you're left behind? We'll be right back in just a moment. Megaquake 2020, Indianapolis, Indiana, May 1st and 2nd, the most anticipated conference of the year. We're going to be discussing Planet X, Nibiru, the pole shifts, the seas rising, the volcanoes, biblical signs from Revelation. We're bringing in the top minds, scientists. Biblical scholars, astronomers, all of the people that will be talking about this. Don't miss this conference. I'll see you in Indianapolis. All right, folks. All right, don't be left behind. Now it's such a powerful statement, and you can apply it across many facets of our lives, but certainly when it comes to the eternity, Jesus' return, to imagine being left behind. Imagine the rapture of God's saints, the dead in Christ shall rise, and us that are alive and remain shall be caught up forever to be with the Lord, and so shall we be with the Lord. Imagine being left behind to deal with the horrors of the second resurrection, what I call the zombie resurrection and the bible speaks about that the hour is coming when all them that are in the grave are going to hear his voice some that are come forth unto the resurrection of life and others to the resurrection of damnation what you don't want to be a part of that but jesus did give us a lot of warnings and clues about don't be left behind Matter of fact let's go to matthew 24 take a look at verse 36 but of that day and that hour knoweth no man no not the angels in heaven But my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And he knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now let's stop there for a minute because what Jesus says here in verse 36 is that no man knows the day nor the hour. No, not the angels in heaven, but my Father only. So what Jesus is saying is this. The angels that sit around the throne, they don't know when the coming of the Lord is. Jesus is saying he doesn't know. He himself doesn't know, but only his Father. So he, it's in the Father's hands to make the final decision. And it, Jesus already told us, that he would have to shorten the days for the elect's sake, lest there be no flesh saved. Go with me to Matthew 24, because here it is. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. But let's look at why does Jesus bring up Noah? Because the comparison, the parallel is this. Noah was warned. To build an ark and to tell the world the preaching of Noah, a preacher of righteousness, let the world know that God's going to destroy the earth with rain. And it takes him 100 years to build the ark. And the whole time he's building it, he's, he, he's building a boat so large it would not fit in the rivers. And that area was known for boat building. Yet this boat, this ark was so huge, it wouldn't fit in the river. So why in the world is this man building an ark that won't fit in the river? And of course, you know, everybody's coming by and asking, Noah, what are you doing? What kind of a boat is this? And he's saying, look, God's going to send rain from heaven. The earth is going to be flooded with water. This boat will lift up. And it's the only thing that's going to survive the floods. Can you imagine him sharing that information? That is so outside their reality that nobody can believe him. Similar to me saying, look, Jesus is coming back. People are going to be left behind. The heavens are going to crack wide open. It's going to roll back like a scroll. The cosmos will be on fire. The mountains will be moved. The islands will be moved. The seawaters will rise. The fire and the brimstone will fall. That sounds so far-fetched out of our reality that people have a hard time believing it. So Jesus says to them, but as it was in the days of Noah, so also the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days that were before the flood, they were what? Living their lives, eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered in the ark. People were just going about living their daily lives with no carefree, no regard for God, no regard for mankind. It also tells you in the book of Genesis in chapter 6 that in the days of Noah, that the uh, their, their world had become so wicked that men's hearts were on evil continually and every imagination of their heart were on evil that even the fallen angels had come and had looked upon the daughters of men and had taken them women that they chose and they gave birth to giants nephilim's Rephaims, uh giants in the land that were vicious and violent and destructive i mean this was going on all during the same time of of noah's day So Jesus says, just like it was then, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. For in those days that were before the flood, everybody was doing whatever they wanted to do. But in verse 39, and they knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Can you imagine how they felt when they were left behind? Don't be left behind. The animals knew to get in the ark. God even got all the animals in. Noah, his wife, his three sons, their wives, all in the ark. And the Bible says God left the door open seven more days. Seven more days of grace. And you wonder sometimes, as Christ gets ready to take his bride, to leave this world, I often think about, will there be seven last days of grace? Don't know. But will there be these seven last days of grace, seven last extensions of of the call, seven last outreaches of God's mercy, and will people, but will the world be so deceived, so so confused that they will refuse to be prepared for the coming of Christ? Anyway, the Bible says God shut the door, and the rains begin to fall. And as the rains fell, they ran toward Noah's ark and beat on the ark. Because they all knew the message. They all knew he said it was coming. But now they have been left behind. Don't be left behind. And the Bible says, and they knew not until the flood came, verse 39, and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then look what Jesus does. He doesn't want to let this thought get away from you. He says, then shall be two in the field." One shall be taken, the other left. Don't be left behind. Two women shall be grinding at the meal. One shall be taken, the other left. Don't be left behind. So watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. This is huge. I mean, this is like, are you serious? This is Jesus Christ when he was. Now, remember, the last two weeks we talked about the signs of his coming. And that's why we came out with that brand new DVD, the signs of his coming. That's why we did it cuz I want you to have an ex- a, a comprehensive look. Tonight today, today, the last 2 weeks and today, we're just kind of glossing over these scriptures in the quick amount of time I have here on television. But I want you to know, I want you to get that DVD for a reason because I want you to get the comprehensive understanding of what it means and what was going on specifically in the days of Noah, and what's going on specifically now, and can you see the comparison, and can you understand just how close we are and how many people are going to be left behind. The signs of his coming is the name of the DVD, and I want you to get it for this reason. You need to know so that you can share with others so when the time, and the time is now, to get things right with God. And for those of you that are saved to warn others to flee from the wrath to come. Let's read on. Jesus doesn't stop here. But look what he says in verse 42 in Matthew 24, verse 42. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. If you knew a thief was coming to break into your home tonight at a specific time, would you be ready i guarantee you'd be ready doors and windows would be locked down you would probably be armed or at least have some people who are and staked out and prepared to catch the thief to make sure you were ready you would not be caught unaware jesus is saying that's the way you need to understand how close we are when you see the signs of my coming you need to understand in an hour you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Look at verse 44. Therefore be ye ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. He's coming, and you don't want to be left behind. Now, pastor, can you tell us what happens to those that left behind? Well, that's partly what I really had to do. That's why you have to get the DVD on this one, because when you start looking at the signs of His coming, all that, that, that gets very intense and gets really extensive. And we have to go into the Old Testament. we got to go into the book of Revelation. we got to pull it together so you can understand the end time sequence of the last days. I think what I really want to get across to you in this broadcast is you don't make the mistake that they made in Noah's day. Don't make the mistake that we see going on right now today. Don't be left behind. Um, you, can, can you say, can I change that? Absolutely okay, by making the decision to accept Christ as your Savior. Matter of fact, let's take a look at something else here. The Bible says this in verse 45, same chapter. Now, who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. So if you want to be blessed, be ready, all right? Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over his goods. But if, that, but if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he's not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Don't be left behind. The joy of the Lord is your strength, and you have nothing to fear if you live your life in the victory of Christ. You see, to live as Christ, to die is gain. Paul told us, the thief cometh not, but for to kill, steal, and destroy. But I've come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. Abundant life, a blessed life, the commanded blessing that's in the Bible. Don't be left behind because the people who are left behind have to deal with the consequences of sin. They have to deal with the wrath of God, the judgment of God. And I'm telling you right now, that is not God's plan for you. That's not God's best for you. I can promise you that. To get Jesus Christ in your life and be filled with the joy and the fire and the power of the presence of the Lord, you need to be aflame in the menorah of God. Oh, I can't wait to tell you. Don't be left behind. I'll be right back in just a moment. A brand new DVD, Rapture Ready. Finally, we're going to answer the question. Millions of people want to know, what is the Rapture? When is the Rapture? And am I ready for the Rapture? Will this brand new DVD Is filled with information, scripture, a PowerPoint presentation that will help you prepare to be rapture ready. We're living in those days. Are you ready to meet the Lord? Get this DVD now at my website. All right, folks. All right. Now, Jesus didn't stop there. You know what I love about the Lord Jesus Christ is he will continue to come back with another example, another opportunity to learn from his precious merciful grace. So in the very next chapter, Matthew 25, it's recorded about the parable of the ten virgins. And let's, let's read it, okay? Matthew 25, the Bible says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps, went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps, and took no oil with them, but... The wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. All right, so he sets the stage for us. Of course, you're in the days of a, um, a Jewish feast, probably a king, a noble, or a governor, someone with a great authority that's going to make a decision to choose several wives at once. Um, ten virgins are chosen to be prepared. The bridegroom is going to return and choose certain virgins to be his bride and in this case so 10 virgins are being told that they're all candidates and that they need to be ready that they don't know the day nor the hour he's coming now even in a jewish wedding you know the, they actually do this the um, the bridegroom they used to do this many years ago the bridegroom would say to the bride uh after they'd be espoused to be uh w- married he would say i'm going to leave you here i'm going to leave at your father's home I'll be back. I'm going to go prepare a place for you. And then when I do, I'm going to come back and re- and receive you. And Jesus compares that when he says, let not your heart be troubled. In John 14, let not your heart be troubled. For in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going to go prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again, receive you unto myself. That w- there I am, where I am, there you may be also. And so there's this, understanding of the preparation. So, okay, the bridegroom leaves, and we know he's coming back. We don't know the day, and we don't know the hour, but we know he's coming, and we're told to be ready. So, but some of these uh, virgins were very wise. They were very focused, and they did the things that it takes to be prepared, including keeping oil in the lamp in case he came at night time, and even extra oil in a vessel with the lamp. But the foolish virgins did not plan ahead and were not prepared for a nighttime visitation, a midnight hour, if you will. The Bible says in verse 5, then while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go you out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. Everybody, got, everybody wants to go to heaven right now. I mean, everybody knows that the end of the world's coming, right? Jesus is coming. No, a lot of people don't believe Jesus is coming. But those who know about Christ, those who've heard about Jesus and have heard of the second coming of Christ or, or have heard of the rapture, are realizing that he's coming. We just don't know the day nor the hour, and he specifically told us this time and time and time again in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. But here they are. It's time. Midnight hour. A cry is made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go you out to meet him. And all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. But the foolish said to the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so. Least there be not enough for us and you. But ye go ye rather to them that sell the oil and buy for yourselves. Well, who's selling oil in the middle of the night? And while they went to buy, in desperation, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. The door was shut. again we see this symbolization of the door shutting, just like the ark. Some were ready, most were not. The ones that got in, the bridegroom came, the door was shut. Noah's day. Now you got the virgins, they weren't ready, they knew he was coming, they heard the story, they tried to get the oil in desperation too late. You can't make it to heaven on grandmother's religion. You can't go there because mama was praying for you. You have to get Jesus for yourself. It's an individual, personal relationship with Christ. But you can do this. No, are you perfect? No, neither am I. We're not saved by works or qualifications or some great feat of valor. You're saved by grace through faith. It's not in ourselves, it's a gift of God. Not by works, least any man should boast. You can't earn salvation, you can't buy salvation You must receive salvation from the grace and mercy and the love of God. And it is the joy of the Lord to receive the joy of salvation. It's free to accept. And so they got on, uh, look, the bridegroom came and got them. And the wise answered saying, we can't give you anything. We got barely enough for ourselves. The Bible says afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know ye not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. This is a huge parable. And again, it's don't be left behind. It's again, Christ saying to us, please. So what what are you saying, Paul? You're saying that the responsibility is on us to be ready. I thought God took away the sins of the world with jesus and we don't really matter what we do or think or believe it, you know he's already covered it no he covered it he definitely covered your sins and mine through his at the cross but we got to receive that we got to accept that and we got to be ready to receive it we can't just say well it doesn't really matter see, because faith without works is dead i'm not saying you're saved by works you're saved by grace but if you got some salvation to you if you got some faith to you you You'll follow through. I mean, most people who follow their favorite team, if they truly believe they got a chance at winning, they will follow them. You got, uh, you know, like my dad who follows certain teams and, you know, don't matter if they're last place. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching the Bulls. I'm like, the Bulls? Jordan's gone. Those days are over, Dad. He goes, you're not a fan. A fan stays with his team, whether they're bad or whether they're winning six championships. That's a fan. He's got a point. Fairweather fans in the Christianity is not going to get it done. You can't just be riding high when things are going great. You've got to be willing to go all the way. And uh, I think a lot of times people who become believers in something, they get in behind it. They get with it. Don't be left behind. The tragedies that will come will not be good. And Jesus said, he said, I'm going to go prepare a place for you. Let me just say, don't let your heart be troubled. Listen, I know we're in the end times, and that's okay. I don't know how long that is. We don't live in fear. The Lord didn't give us the spirit of fear, but love and power and a sound mind. But I tell you what, when he comes, you can know this. Can you imagine being one of the five wise virgins who were ready and didn't get left behind? We can talk about what happens to those who get left behind, but how about what about those who don't get left behind? Can you imagine getting in the the bridegroom carriage? Can you imagine being lifted up off this planet, in the name of Jesus, in the clouds of glory, with ten thousands of his saints. Can you imagine ascending into the sky and seeing the bright city afar off? And, uh, you know, that song Lisa sing Is that the lights of my home I see? Do I feel a breeze from the crystal sea? Is that my Lord standing high on heaven's balcony? If that's the lights of my home, it's a welcome sight to me. Seriously, can you imagine that song I think the brother sings, Mercy Me sings that song, I can only imagine. I mean, think about it, standing in his presence. recognizing who the glorious King of glory we made the decision to follow him I'm not following some other dead God or some other dead prophet that can't get out of the ground unless my God my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he's the only one that can raise us from the dead he's the only one that can change our lives he's the only one that can break the chains of sin in your life Don't be left behind, but get ready to go. Get ready to catch. You know, my dad says this to me all the time. I'm not looking for an airplane ride. He said, I'm looking for a plane air ride. Are you serious? Are you serious? When the king of glory comes, there's going to be shouting on the hills of glory. There's going to be people praising God, high-fiving in the sky. I'll be right back in a moment. Don't be left behind. Megaquake 2020, Indianapolis, Indiana, May 1st and 2nd, the most anticipated conference of the year. We're gonna be discussing Planet X, Nibiru, the pole shifts, the seas rising, the volcanoes, biblical signs from Revelation. We're bringing in the top minds, scientists, biblical scholars, astronomers, all of the people that will be talking about this. Don't miss this conference. I'll see you in Indianapolis. All right, folks, seriously, I'm serious. I mean, you know, I can't help but be excited about the coming of Jesus Christ. Man, and look, oh, by the way, but I live, I love every day. I want to live to be 100 years old or more if I can. I mean, look, I don't know when Christ is coming. I'm ready if he comes today. I'm ready if he comes right now. But if he doesn't, look, it's another day, okay? Live life to the fullest. Have the joy of the Lord. Hug your grandkids. Tell your wife how beautiful she is, Okay. Call your mom and dad on the phone, all right? Start doing the right things. Some of you right now, you know know something? You want to have a happy life, but misery, sin will bring misery. Sin will bring guilt, condemnation, shame. And if you don't get rid of sin, sin will get rid of you. The Bible says be sure your sin will find you out. You don't want this to happen. Look, he'll wreck your life. He'll wreck your career. Satan will wreck your home. He'll destroy your soul if you're not careful what you need to do is think about think about missing heaven left behind no that's not for you that's not for you can we pray let's get saved right now father in the name of jesus i don't want to be left behind i don't want to miss heaven i know i know i got to get serious lord And I want to get serious right now. I want to to make things right. I want to repent of my sins. I want to confess my sins to You, and and I want to be saved. I want my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. If You should come tonight, Lord, I want to be ready to go, to be caught up, to be changed, to be raptured into Your presence. So I repent of my sins, and I confess my sins right now. I'm turning my heart over to You, Lord, starting today. Come into my heart. Wash me with your precious blood, Jesus. Set me free. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I tell you what, I feel good. For, I, somebody watching, look, I feel good for you right now. And those of you that are saved, listen. Next week, can you tell others not to miss these broadcasts? We're going to have a powerful word for everyone. I'm telling you, God is doing something miraculous. And if you want to watch us online, we're live every day at 12 noon Eastern and at 10 p.m. at night. I talk about all the current world events. Forget the national news. Are you serious? How about some real truth? I would go through on the current events around the world, most of which doesn't even get covered by your national network anymore. And then I show you how those things relate to biblical prophecy at my website, paulbegleyprophecy.com. can shake, the sky come down, the mountains all fall to the ground, but I will fear none of those things
0: shall me on.
1: me someday when time no more shall be well i say death where is your sting?
0: shout to me